Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Vivo Wellness Podcast. This is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas to whoever celebrates as this episode will be released on Christmas Day. So if you are listening to us on Christmas and you celebrate, hope you're having a good holiday. Yeah. Um, And since obviously Christmas is at the end of the year and the following holiday is New Year's, we figured we'd talk a little bit about end of the year reflections, how we're feeling as the year wraps up, um, how we're feeling about 2020 and give you some advice, tips, and just general inspiration if you're looking to reflect yourself and reevaluate some things in your life and because it can kind of be overwhelming you know I think the end of the year is helpful in that it gives you that chance to take stock but sometimes it's hard to simplify some of what you're feeling or thinking and really decide what's going on for you yeah absolutely so we're gonna play a fun game um (laughs) it's kind of a game I guess Um, yeah this is going to be fun and exciting Um, So we're going to talk about how we feel about the year, and we're going to make it a game. So, Jarrell, what are your general feelings as the year ends? We're recording this a little bit before the last week of the year, but it's the last month of the year. So what are you feeling as 2019 comes to a close? Well, first I'll say that it's a little little difficult to be uh, thinking about this because it really hasn't quite sunk in yet for me um, that... Like intellectually, obviously, I know that we're a few weeks, very close to 2020, Um, but I haven't really thought about the year that much. So if I struggle a little bit, that will be why. But I think in terms of general feelings of 2019 um, or, you know, as the year comes to a close, I don't know. I always kind of feel... um, I always feel generally good about a year ending, moving on to the next thing. Um, I'm not someone who often looks back with regret. Uh, And so I always think about um, how it, how I can be more inspired, more motivated, more curious. Um, And so I think that general feelings as I walk into the new year, are like some of those, like just feeling curious about what's going to come next, feeling um, a bit nervous as to some of the changes that might come, specifically as we think about like, you know, us in terms of business. Um, Yeah, so I'd say like curious, nervous, uh, will probably probably be the, the most prevalent ones for me. What about for you? So I'm very excited, Um, mostly because, so I haven't really done a lot of reflecting until probably about December hit, and then I was like, oh right, the year is done. And everybody's talking about New Year's, and you know, prior to that, I probably didn't have any strong feelings, but then I got prompted to really think about the year and how I was feeling to move on to 2020, and I think I didn't really notice before now, because... I'm not somebody that generally reflects and takes stock. I tend to just keep it moving. Um, But I did not like this year (laughs) so much. And nothing terribly awful or tragic happened. I think it was just a lot of little things that added up to like, okay, this again, awesome. Okay, solve this problem. Oh, here's another one, great. 
But as I kind of thought about that in the year in review, let's say, I'm really excited for the calendar. Not to say that obviously like that really has any significance other than what we give it. But like I'm, I'm done with 2019. I'm, I'm done. Time for it to leave. It's the party guest that has stayed too long. We're done. So I'm very excited for January 1st. Like it's time to move on. We're going to do a new year and good riddance 2019. Mm. So right. what? What word would you use to describe your 2019? I mean, I feel like you should start first, <laughs> given what you just said. <laughs> right. Um, I don't really know that I could sum it up in a word, because like I said, there wasn't anything. And I think this is something, you know, that I guess we'll talk about later. So I won't go too much into it. But like I said, nothing like god awful happened. So it wasn't like, you know, this was, I wouldn't call this like the worst year of my life because like this life-changing tragedy happened. Um, so I don't know, annoying, 2019 was annoying, frustrating. Um, Cause there were also some good parts. So it's hard, even as I say that now, it's hard for me to categorize it so strongly, but frust frustrating. It was definitely a frustrating year in a lot of ways. Um, and I think that's what stands out to me the most, even though like, as I reflect, there were, there were some good parts. But generally, I think it was frustrating. Hmm. So I guess if I were to offer up one word, I might, uh, the only word that's coming to mind for me right now is the word challenging. Um, so thinking, I think about like both personal and professional challenges, um, having to meet those. Um, and so I think there's a lot of, both like challenge and opportunity obviously to like rise to or to like learn even more about myself or um figure out are there are there new ways i'm going to engage with different things that you know come up in my life or my work and so i think i think it's been challenging for me and i would say also um in some instances tiring so maybe that's two words that is two words. Yeah. Challenging and tiring are two different words. That is mm -hmm. true. What would your best part of 2019 be? Mm. What would the best part of my 2019 be? Um, I don't know if I could say the best, but I know one of the best things for me, which something relatively unexpected for me was that I... I've made a, I made a commitment to myself early on in the year to uh, exercise regularly, like go to the gym exercise regularly. And I've stuck to that. And so I think for me, that's a really great accomplishment and something I feel really proud about that I did for myself. Yes, well done. Yeah. Round of applause. <laughs> um, I could have actually, I realized this is audio and could have actually given you a round of applause. Uh, right. But, uh, yeah, either way. Um, my best part, nothing, kind of similarly to the not so great things, nothing really stands out to me as like this epic, most amazing part of the year. I'm, we're going to finish recording and I'm going to be like, oh man, that's what I should have said. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing that to me would be the best part is that, you know, like I said, I feel like I kind of dealt with a lot of crap. Um, 
And I always considered myself to be a resilient, strong person, but I think I got to prove it this year. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things where like, you never know what you'll do if dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I guess that was the best part um, in a significant way. I think the best part, um, just like different events and things that happened is for some reason, and I didn't think it was that significant, but when I first like saw the question, I was like, oh, I really liked going to Burlington, Vermont this summer. Like mm. I didn't know Burlington, Vermont existed. And then I went and made real maple syrup. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was nice. Like an unexpected surprise. Literally, yeah. we didn't know where we were going. Pack up and go if you ever want to go on a surprise trip to anyone listening. It's very fun. And that's coming from somebody. I don't like surprises. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes, like, the best things can be unexpected. Yeah, I usually don't find that to be true. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said it. Like, I think that's, I think that's important. And generally, I think, obviously, we're both, I mean, I'm a bit less of a planner than you are naturally, but I think we're both like to know what's coming and, um, and prepare for. But I think sometimes the best things can really be um, surprises or come from unexpected or uncalculated kind of places you know yeah i hear you logically and in my head i'm still like allegedly right well now you have an experience to confirm that that is true you know that whole unexpected thing is not batting zero anymore right exactly what was your worst part worst part um i don't know uh I don't know. I also have like a pretty short memory. That's true. Uh, so like, and, and it's not, it is part like short memory. Like I think I generally do have not a great memory. Um, but I also, I really have ingrained this philosophy in, into my life that if it's not present, then it means less. So really trying to be focused on like what's happening in the now because that's been really helpful for me personally. Um, so sometimes it can be hard to look back and be like, oh, like what well, wasn't so great? I'm like, I don't know. Everything was fine because I, I feel relatively fine. And I got here and here is good enough. Um, so generally that's my philosophy. But um, I don't know. I think that one of the things that has been difficult, it wasn't a specific event or moment in time, but I've been thinking and feeling uh, sometimes trying to figure out how I balance my energy and like feeling at times feeling less motivated than I would like to do certain things. And so like that, I think has, if I were to say anything to be like the worst part, maybe that would be the worst part, but, and I don't even think that's that bad. Um, It's just been something I've been like clocking for myself and sort of watching and saying, Hmm, like, what is, what do I think this is about? Um, is one, is this a problem uh, or is it, is it something I'm just like learning differently about myself that I need to just like pay attention to and adjust? Um, so yeah, maybe that's, that's what I'd say at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there is a single worst part. Um, and like to not make this podcast about my venting about 2019, I feel like I just had a lot of like, weights that I had to hold and Mm. a lot of times they got stacked on top of each other 
or I'd put one down and be like, oh, phew, that's over. And then another one would come. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, so maybe heavy is my word to describe 2019 as I go backwards. Mm -hmm. But that was probably the worst part. Um, that wasn't great. I mm -hmm. feel like I didn't get to be or chill a whole lot. There was always something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did not love that so much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you say that 2019 taught you? Hmm. What did 2019 teach me? Um, I would say that for the most part, I really do, I really do know myself and I listen to myself, but um, I can be more intentional about taking the action to um, center myself a bit more. Um, and I think that just with, you know, responsibilities or challenges that came my way this year, I think I, I think these are all things that I knew, but I think kind of what you were saying earlier is, you know, you talk about resilience and you say like, oh yeah, I always consider myself a resilient person. But I also, I think that there's like the nuance when things sort of change and new experiences come and you know as you get older as you experience more as we experience being business owners more all those things I think kind of uh, help me e learn even more about myself and sort of like again with reference to energy and motivation and and just like my own emotional health really um, taking some more time to even more time to listen and then execute on the things that are most helpful to me and knowing that I can do that uh, and and be okay with that and I think that sometimes I find that a challenge um, to prioritize self without being concerned or being less concerned about like, am I uh, letting other people down? Am I disappointing people? Are other things expected of me? And I think it's just been a reminder to um, really ask myself what I expect of myself and is that reasonable for me? I'm gonna go back and for a mm -hmm. second and also add a best part because you mentioned being business owners. Um, mm -hmm. I never really thought about this until now. I actually really appreciated in retrospect, I appreciate work this year because mm. um, whereas, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, running a business is hiring. There's a lot to do. Mm -hmm. I want to say that at least now I feel like, you know, everything's going to collapse tomorrow now that I'm saying this, <laughs> but I don't feel like that, like it was ever hard. I feel like work was kind of the one thing that mm. was that didn't feel heavy. It just felt like it was like, yeah, this is what it is. This is what I signed up for when I was like, I'm going to work for myself and all of that stuff. And never did it feel like unmanageable. Whereas I think there was a lot of other things where I genuinely questioned, like, I don't know how I'm going to get to the end of this. Mm. Um, work was definitely the one thing that never was that. So no. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel like you learned this year? Oh, Jesus. Um, so definitely, like I said before, I learned that I'm definitely, I don't want to say more resilient than I, maybe more resilient than I thought, mm. um, just because I guess we can argue whether or not this is a good or a bad thing. Right. There was some, a lot of heavy stuff that I generally 
put my head down and still kept it moving. Like I like, I mean, obviously this would be, you know, something for other people to weigh in on, Mm. but I don't think I really let it bleed into any other thing. Like I was very selective with who I let into it. And again, you can debate if that's a good or a bad thing, but I was kind of impressed with that, that Mm. I was able to like compartmentalize to that degree and be like, okay, like this is this. And then, you know, later is when you deal with whatever. Um, I also think that from all of that, I learned that I would probably classify myself as having high expectations of people, mm-hmm. uh, cause I think people are capable of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think I learned through this that like, that's okay. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm cool with that. Um, it was kind of always something where I was like, oh, you know, maybe this is unfair. And then I'm like, nah, it's not. Um, cause there was really a pretty good split and at a lot of times of people who I think really did what they needed to do to be super vague but to Mm. kind of summarize it in various situations and other people who I was just like wow you could be doing better and you're not Mm. and like that's okay that I think that and that's okay that I hold people to that standard and so Mm. that was that's kind of nice you know like it's okay to hold people to the standard that you want to right and kind of making peace with that yeah. 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 That's true. Um, I'm going to throw in two surprise questions because I thought of them as we were talking. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is, I'm, I'm going to give Kayla Kleinman credit because I totally stole it from her Instagram. Ah. What song would you say represents 2019? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. That was a good one. Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> Hopefully you're listening. And um, yeah, I'm sure you'd be very curious about our responses. Um Song? <laughs> I'm laughing just because, um, so I, I'm kind of notorious for, I, I really like music. I don't listen to a lot of new music. Uh, oh, my song is old too, so. Oh, well, mine's not old, no, mine is old. but um, it's just funny because I was talking about um, motivation and so, one of my my favorite artists, she's a new artist, kind of. Uh, Normani has a song called Motivation. And I think it was, obviously it's about, you know, motivation and like, but you know, it's a pop song. So there's like, you know, the sexual kind of tones and stuff to that. But more than that, I think it was to me, kind of like talking about this really big theme of like finding energy and motivation and like encouragement, but also, in this really cool, poppy, dancey kind of energy, which is something that I felt like I really needed this year. And so I definitely say that that would be one of my, one of my favorites, one that stands out for me for 2019. So mine, the one that kept playing in my head, oh, this actually has a story. And I realized like I felt, I felt pretty strongly about mm. this question, um, even though I just thought of it within the last five minutes. So the one that kept playing through my head like almost all year was I'm pretty sure the band is Chumbawamba, that song that I don't remember the name of, but you know. Tough Thumping? Yeah, that like (laughs) over and over and over again and it was like mind numbing. Right. um, Which was actually kind of ironic because I was like, oh yes, this is like my inspiration, but also I'm super annoyed every time the song gets stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. But so I'm replacing it because there's a song called Bounce by Bon Jovi that was always on my running playlist. Mm. But one day, like, it came on 
kind of randomly and it like really got me and I'm like, yeah, that. So mm. for anybody who doesn't know it, cause it's not super popular, you should go listen to it. Number one. Mm. Uh, and number two, it's like a more inspirational, more thoughtful, less annoying version of thump, tub thumping apparently. Mm -hmm. Thumper? Thumping? Thumping, I think. What does that even mean? I have no idea. Okay. I mean, what does the band name mean? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, definitely that. Uh, what I'm going to have to listen to it. What was your... Yeah, you should listen to it. It's not tub thumping. Right, right. Okay, just, just clarifying. Don't listen to <laughs> um, What was your mantra of 2019? was my mantra for 2019 yeah i think i also stole this from kayla so thank you <laughs> uh i actually don't think that i had one really uh, yeah i no don't think inspirational I, phrase no, no. Like, inspirational quote you'd tell yourself nope like there was nothing that sort of came up for me regularly there wasn't something that i like leaned on um yeah, there's, I had no mantra for 2019. How do you feel about that? Is, are you okay with that? Yeah. Like, I, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> wow, all right. Uh, but yeah, there was, no, there was no focus or like intentionality there huh. at all. Just randomly floating around 2019. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um, for me, it was, and anyone who is a runner who's listening to this, this is like, Des Linden, who is just an amazing runner, she won the Boston Marathon in like the Arctic hurricane a couple years ago. Um, you said Arctic hurricane? Yeah, for real, it was. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, read anything about the 2018 Boston Marathon, and I feel like that's a pretty excellent. <laughs> okay, I was like, how, I was like, just meteorologically, is that possible? But you then... wouldn't think so, and yet <laughs> um, there was. Mm. So she coined the phrase "keep showing up." Mm. And it, like, it's three words, but it makes so much sense. I feel like everyone just like took it and owned it because I, to me, that's just like, that's what you need to do when things get hard. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and if, if you keep doing that, it will get easier. Like things will get better, but you have to keep showing up in order to get to that point. Mm -hmm. so I said that a lot. Hmm. I often um, reflect that to clients sometimes just putting that out there you should like you know like you know just sidebar therapy is hard and like personal development is hard and so uh, i think people often under underestimate the power of just showing up and so i think that's a really good mantra so even you know for some people if you're looking forward to 2020 maybe take that as a bit of inspiration for yourself yeah, I think that's a good spin on it too. It's like the idea of also that just because it's hard or mm -hmm. challenging for you doesn't mean you don't get to you don't get to skip it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, that way. And I mean, that's obviously different. You know, if you're like you didn't sleep the night before, you have the flu. I mean, maybe sure. you don't show up anywhere but your bed. But if all things being equal, the only reason like you're not going to do something or going to something is because it's hard or you don't feel like it. There are a lot of times where it's beneficial to just do it anyway. Yeah. And on that note, I have to go on a small tangent because there was a quote that I just came up, a uh, tweet that I just came across today from uh, Mylique Teal, who's the creative Curlbox. And 
she this this is a tweet that she sent earlier um the fear that you feel when it comes to doing something is not an indicator that you're going to be bad at it don't let the fear stop you and i just thought that that was really good in terms of thinking about motivation and fear and worry is that sometimes just because it doesn't feel good or you don't have positive emotions about it initially doesn't mean that it's not this it doesn't mean it's the thing you're supposed to avoid sometimes it means that's the thing you're supposed to lean into and just keep trying and keep showing yeah, up i agree with that yeah. i would also replace fear not just generally but sometimes right. depending on the situation with discomfort yeah um, for sure sometimes there's things like you're not scared of it but for whatever reason it's feeling harder than usual or more challenging for a period of time um mm -hmm. Like not doing it is not really going to get you anywhere in the long run, especially right. if it's something that overall, you know, whether that's a goal or work stuff or a relationship you want to maintain, mm -hmm. um, sometimes relationships with all kinds of people, family, significant others, friends is really hard, um, mm -hmm. but sometimes you got to show up for them anyway. Yeah, totally. For anyway, for your own goals and stuff. So yeah. thanks, Des Linden. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your goals and or hopes for 2020? Hmm. Goals and hopes for 2020. Um, I mean, just on the business front, I, and obviously we've talked a little bit about this already and we'll talk more about it. Um, I'm just really excited about um, continuing to build relationships with people um, to bring more information to, you know, more people who don't get to see us or meet us or talk with us directly. Um, I really want to empower people to, um, to make some changes and to dig into themselves a little bit more and have the tools and resources. So I'm looking forward to seeing how we can manifest that in 2020 um, and provide some more things for people who aren't local to us or who can't work with us just because time is also limited. Uh, so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. On the, on the personal front, I think I want to be a bit more diligent about taking like concerted time off. And maybe that means more trips. Um, Cause that's not something I did at all in 2019 and not, well, not really, not a lot. And so, um, definitely that. And I want to write more. And um, so those are things that I definitely want to sort of tackle in 2020. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had some goals in 2019 that didn't happen because mm -hmm. of all the aforementioned heavy things. Um, so those are back. Um, speaking of keep showing up. Mm -hmm. I also kind of speaking to what I said a little bit earlier, um, I feel like I want to keep holding, you know, people to what I need relationships to be um, and to not deal with people's crap. Mm. Like sounds really straightforward and like, I'm going to just tell everyone to go screw themselves, but I <laughs> It's, I just think I, I second guess myself or I did second guess myself a lot this year as to like, what is okay to ask for. Mm. Um, and I don't want to do that because, mm. you know, I'm not an unreasonable person. And I think mm. that, um, it's okay to say like, Hey, 
um, I hear you, but you're not doing enough or mm -hmm. I hear you, but you need to do better. Mm -hmm. uh, and holding kind of both of those at the same time to be like, I understand where you're coming from, but also you can do better. Um, because I heard that at some pretty opportune times to this year as the kind of like, yeah, I hear you like this sucks, but also what are you going to do? Like, come on, you need to do, you, you need and want to do better. Like the end result is worth it. Mm. Uh, so I get to say that to other people too, because mm. it was something that I even found helpful to hear. Um, so I think that's definitely something that on the personal front, um, I want to hold myself to, um, yeah, but otherwise, man, I would like to just kind of change the karma a little bit. So that's what I'm hoping the calendar flip does. Mm. You know, I really think it, what it was is that the first three races of 2019 or the last one of 2018 and the first two of 2019, depending on where you're going to classify the New Year's Eve run, were in the pouring rain. And I just think that was just like a sign for how the rest of the year was going to go. So mm, That's what they say. Should have seen it coming, but that's cool. It's almost done. Mm. What would you say to people who want to reflect, make resolutions and or changes, um, or just in a place where they're kind of reevaluating what's happening for them moving into the new year? What would you tell them? Hmm. Um, I feel like I say the same things every year and to like a lot of people that I work with too, um, and friends and loved ones is, um, I think first and foremost to give yourself actual time to reflect and just like sit and process kind of like what we're doing today, right? Like ask yourself maybe some of the same questions. Have you felt about this year? What word would you use to describe this year? What have been the best, the best parts, the worst parts? Um, I think that so often we get so quick to want to change things that we actually don't understand what happened. And I think that's necessary, especially if you want to make changes. Uh, and so I think that like really setting aside some time to think about it consciously, maybe journal and reflect. Um, we're also going to have some tools to help you with that. So that will be coming up soon uh, on our website. But uh, yeah, I think first and foremost that, and I think in terms of, the actual changes, um, think smaller than you need to. And by that, I don't mean like you don't get to have big goals, but I think it's important to really um, break those goals down because they're broader than you think they are uh, when you first set them out. And so I think that it's important to really empower ourselves to think in smaller bites or smaller chunks first and figure out how you meet those. And I think that the process will lead you to that bigger goal ultimately. And it's okay if it takes a bit of time. So, yeah. So this was not originally my idea, mm. but I am also going to slightly contradict you. Because mm. you ruined it a little bit when you're like, that doesn't mean don't have big goals. Because I was going to be like, no, think big. But I'm still going to say it. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that it's fine to, to think big, not in the sense of like to completely overwhelm yourself, which again, you kind of ruined the like really cool dramatic dichotomy that was going to happen here. Mm. Fine. I forgive you. Um, but I would say it's whatever the thing it is that you think you can't do 
because maybe you too had a really heavy year and it beat you down a little bit or because you've just never dreamt that big. You can um, do the thing. Do the thing you wanted to do, whether that's big or small or whether by June you're like, oh my God, this was the worst idea of my life and try it anyway. Um, I think that goes back to like all of the above of like showing up and mm. getting the most out of yourself and people around you and, you know, committing to and expressing what's important to you. I think it's okay to go for it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this is a good time to decide to do it. And the disclaimer is that you don't have to do this on in January. You can wait until April if for whatever reason you don't really feel like you can do it now. But I say something to clients a lot in a lot of situations where are you waiting for it? Are you waiting to be ready or are you waiting for it to feel easy? Mm -hmm. So is there something that is actually stopping you, which valid sometimes, you know, timing is everything as they say, mm -hmm. like sometimes there's literally a barrier in your way that won't be there later. Or are you waiting for it to feel easy? Because it's never going to feel easy. Right. So ask yourself that question and then do the thing. I would also say, it's okay if you have mixed feelings about the year. People are always like one or the other mm. for years and everything. Very rarely are things black and white. Yeah. Uh, I think that was part of my struggle throughout the whole year of being like, holy crap, like this year sucks, was because it kind of didn't. Mm -hmm. There were a lot, like, there were a lot of things that were fine. And I think when we think of awful years, and I know this has even been my experience, there was some like big event I could point to, whether mm -hmm. it was a breakup or something like that was just really challenging and difficult that the world would kind of agree and see from the outside. Mm -hmm. A loss of a close friend or family member, like big things like that. And then you get to say, wow, this was really a bad year. No, like you could have really struggled this year while also being like, but there were some parts that weren't that bad and like, but I'm okay. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to have mixed feelings. It's okay to have mixed feelings about 2020. Um, and you don't have to have everything figured out by January 1st. Right. Absolutely. So with that said, again, if you're celebrating Christmas and listening to it today, or you're celebrating Boxing Day and listening to it on Boxing Day, Boxing Day is December 26th, right? Yep. I, well, actually, I don't know. It's shortly after right. Christmas. I'm sorry. This is really bad of me. I absolutely <laughs> first. But happy Boxing Day if you're celebrating and Kwanzaa. Yep. Kwanzaa definitely starts on December 26th. Am I missing anything else? Mm, probably. Hanukkah's still going on. Hanukkah, you're in the middle of Hanukkah. I don't know. If you're listening to this in January, this is all a moot point. <laughs> Too short. Wonderful holidays. Just like switch that to past tense. Um, and have a really great new year, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, absolutely. And to see if we made good on our 2020 goals and hopes, you can follow us on social media throughout the year and into the next year and however long Instagram and Twitter exist for. Um, you can find us at Viva Wellness NYC and I'm at Rachel Gersten. And I'm at Jarrell Carabello. Thank you for listening again. And we hope to see you. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> hope to see you. Actually, you know what? I'm going to stick to that because we hope to see you um, on the podcast, on social media, on the blog, even in person um, in 2020. Absolutely. Totally agree. Thanks for listening. Merry Boxing Day, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Oh, you forgot Boxing Day. And Boxing Day. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.